I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Black women's political engagement and participation after the war provided one kind of evidence of the different ambitions and notions of citizenship on the part of black and white women. Their politics worried their employers. Some white women employers fired black women who spoke openly of politics and especially of their support for the Republican Party. Uh, side note, back then, Republican Party was like the Democrats. Mary Pringle even directed her servants to boycott radical nigger purveyors of meat in the city police were an inevitable part of every aspect of the relations between white and black women gertrude thomas former slaves and the female gertrude thomas's former slaves and the female service she hired after the war gave her several lessons on the subjects of gender roles and gender relations lessons that left no doubt that black women's understanding of such matters differed fundamentally from her own in a diary entry on october 22nd 1868 she wrote that white southerners must avoid politics and focus on family survival a few days later politics intruded directly into her life when dinah hosted a political meeting in her room at least two of the several men in attendance were known to be active republican partisans thomas learned of the meeting of the alleged plans to burn her home and others in the neighborhood from a black teenager and from her husband who had adopted the habit of sneaking under the cabins of black people at night in order to eavesdrop on their conversations following the meeting at dinah's at dinah's bob a former slave sent for thomas's husband who he learned had accused him and his wife of conspiring to burn down thomas's house gertrude thomas went in place of her husband thomas trusted patsy bob's wife who was one of the first slaves her father had given her and the only one of her former house slaves who had remained at the end of the war i took a seat and i talked with them a while thomas wrote told them that white people were anxious to avoid a difficulty but that if forced to if they would fight and fight well that i did not feel uneasy and without hesitation patsy without hesitation patsy staked her position on the opposing ground thomas remembered her saying well i won't be i want to be where bob is if there was going to be a fight she let thomas know that neither was she anxious and that they would be enemies to each other patsy's comment unnerved thomas if patsy was willing to take up arms she was not i do not wish to be where mr t is she retorted for i would want him to be in the fight when bob joked perhaps in reply that miss trudy would be a good soldier herself thomas replied i would not be a good soldier bob but i cannot imagine myself as being a coward so essentially first of all hey welcome to the black Tips podcast you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black Tips. leave us five star reviews this is a feedback show we're gonna get to all your five star reviews your comments your emails your voicemails all that stuff today and karen i'm here too and karen is here as well sorry about that you good um but uh i, I saw you wanted to talk and i started talking to uh, try to <laughs> oh i know get to the point where you could go ahead and say what you had to say but uh that excerpt is from <laughs> out of the house of bondage the transformation of the plantation household by thavoli of glimpf um karen uh uh what was you gonna say i'm sorry yeah she that's a mess that is a goddamn mess mm-hmm. you know you threatening people talk about i'm big and i'm bad and i'm unwavered but you know you didn't expect knuck if you buck and they was like oh word 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 okay like yeah we all willing to fight we willing to take arms 
and she not really willing to take arms she, I, she just talking i like how in her mind the idea of the white race fighting the white southern race fighting was was still her man right it wasn't her herself but the idea but for patsy and bob they was like oh we in the shit together yeah so, if we don't have a choice we've always been in it together yeah if we nugging and bucking it's it's gonna be us like us not just not not you know like her she thought she when she hit that like well i will i want to be where bob is so if bob is in the shit i'm in the shit with him like she uh she that white lady was like uh no if uh i with mr t gonna be out there fighting in the war and i'll be back home you know uh making uh salt pork or whatever the fuck we make for for rations at the time but i'm I'm definitely not trying to fight with him but black women never had that choice really we've never had the choice we've never been protected black people in general have never been protected and there's been no such thing as the protection of a black woman and putting a black woman on a pedestal and and she's the love of the earth and all that stuff in general it it just has Mm -hmm. not been that way and then the other thing is this is right after the civil war black people openly talking to a white woman about going to war about we'll burn your fucking house down like this is like this is not like you know this is not that that stereotype that we were taught about our ancestors and how docile they were and you know they just got ran out of everywhere guys oh this is you know they they turned the other cheek like nah they was ready to burn shit down like uh to get what they needed to get that equality right and the, and the thing is it's it's hard for people to understand that the truth be told any form of progressive ideals or anything that pushed things forward comes with some kind of violence and people don't want to accept that violence comes along with the territory violence does you know that's something that a lot of people including myself sometimes underestimate sometimes how much violence actually comes with these things a lot of times people have these ideas and these thoughts and these exercises and these you know highfalutin political words and shit like that but you know if you want these changes sometimes it has to come to some form of violence and violence comes in different forms but it has to be a form of an altercation people want shit to change without altercation and that's impossible the other thing too is she really felt in at the end of the day as a white woman me and patsy are both women and so she wants essentially what black women want is to be me they want to be a white woman and so in her mind she was thinking like well that will be the common denominator that's the common bond like me and patsy you know like she said the only slave that stayed after all the other slaves left and all the shit so you know after everyone was free she still stuck around so her whole thing was like nah this is um, like me going to talk to like my i wouldn't say sister but almost like a pet or something almost you know in a weird way um something between the sister and i expect you to be loyal right and when she got hit with that like no like and i don't even envision my role as you know sitting in the house doing all the shit you doing like life hasn't even afforded me that and i don't even see that as something that i covet you know so like i I feel like that's a big um thing and that was a big sense of betrayal and hurt for white women after um the civil war was how much black women simply did not look up to them like they did not see them as these uh the way that white men sold them 
they did not see that you know what i'm saying as, as like well white black white women are genteel blah 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 they're ladies and southern bells and it's like black women did not see any of that shit because i've changed your dirty draws it's there is no you know the bloom's been off that rose you you know i know you're vicious i know you beat me i know you uh punished me i know you look the other way when i get raped and shit like that so no we're not in this together at all and no i don't want your life right right and the, and the thing is there is a difference and you know and it's amazing how in today's time people do not i think people understand they I guess they they don't understand because it's not here, but owning somebody is a thing. Like you own your dog, like you can kind of control your dog, and that's what human beings were other doing doing to other human beings. They was controlling them, telling them what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and they had no recourse to object. They couldn't say no. I don't want to do that. If you did, it meant death. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she thought that her word was going to be sufficient enough in her word in this quote-unquote altercation was going to be enough to place fear in them and they was like the fuck your words mean not a goddamn thing to me i think also um when it comes specifically to black women um they have always dreamed of freedom in ways that did not exist and that right you know and that is something that nobody really can relate to in general not i shouldn't say nobody i'm sure there's other marginalized things but i feel like black women within america the american American, construct have always had to envision things that just simply were not there they were not they weren't to be modeled after things that whiteness had done because they know more than anybody how much of a trap and illusion of freedom that actually is and Mm so um i you know and i think because they have been kind of um pardon my uh you know i don't mean this derogatorily to black men or whatever but because they've been kind of uh burdened saddled attached to anchored to black men right um there's a level of empathy and concern that they can't escape whether they you know i think there's some people that kind of i mean we see it online all the time it's very performative but there's like a there's clearly a feeling of like radical like i don't really fuck with black men as a as a way to to shake off the 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 feeling of uh, obligation like you have to and it's like i, I want to let you motherfuckers know that i don't you know i know i'm on your shit and y'all i'm not gonna let y'all pull me down blah 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 mm-hmm. you know i understand that me too but i feel like in a way it's almost inescapable because these are your fathers these are your sons and then america doesn't really allow a black woman to to do like certain black men where they can like turn on the community never look back like that like and that, prosper right yeah and and still but still not be like harangued for it truly they, that never happens with black women like uh-huh. if you if you just like even if you just find if people find out like a black woman has a a non-black uh love people will be like i don't know about that you know as opposed to and i'm not saying that never happens to black men but right the general feeling of it's the di- it's like, a difference that lack of respect that like you need to prove yourself shit is is a constant you know mm-hmm. um and black men face that too um uh, to some extent mm-hmm. but because of patriarchy it's more like well a black man deciding to take care of 
someone else that's what's what's the harm in that you know like that he that's just who he decided to love like right. how you gonna how you gonna challenge that as opposed to you let somebody take care of you that's not a black man you supposed to belong to us that patriarchy and yeah, so that ownership is that's the thing particularly with black women everybody wants to fucking own your body the white right. man wants to own your body the white woman wants to own your body the black right. man wants to own your body everybody wants to fucking own your body and when you be like i want to do these things with my body that does not include y'all motherfuckers everybody lose their goddamn minds right and some of it you know even to the point where i think it's a societal issue because it's internalized like right you see it with other sometimes black women turn on other black women they for do. that shit like that the same thing ownership yeah you just never fucking know um but the thing i was gonna say is that's why i believe that their ideas of freedom always shock everybody you know it's always so fucking shocking that everybody is not a black woman right because one nobody reads black women's stuff for the most like mm-hmm. other black women might but like mm-hmm. you don't really see people tout black women as scholars and 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 as people who like are radical thinkers that we need to read that just that push us and all that shit right we you know there, but, but we get washed in history right and like if anyone's reading it it's probably other black women and if right. and of that it's not gonna be all right it's gonna be some and you you don't really see that like um admission of expertise like oh yeah yeah, we should be thinking about so what do you think we should do like you don't see that often and i think um that's why their ideas of freedom are so always so fucking shocking to everybody and so revolutionary because no one's considered them being in the room so patsy um seemed to be the one that shocked um i forget her name but uh whatever last the 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 white lady she seemed more shocked at patsy than even her husband like she did not find bob i'm bob's i'm gonna burn y'all house down shit to even be at all like uh, out of she was like a nigga that's what the fuck they do you're a lady you're supposed to be like me you're supposed to feel with me you know and i feel like often that happens too but often that happens the other way when it's intraracial um black man black woman dynamics because then it's like you're black you're supposed to want what i want not not this whole like you want to get paid the same as me you want freedom shit that nah you're supposed to want the things that a black person as a man right this whole thing of not wanting to have kids you're supposed to want what i want as a man right like whatever you know yeah you gotta you gotta want life the vision life the way i vision it and i think that's why you know black women always kind of have no intellectual home among, or no intellectual allies i put it that way in in general because like i said everything they've conceived they had to conceive a way out of multiple traps like i've had to dream my way out of a box and so none of y'all solutions are addressing the things that i want right and also a lot of times uh when it comes to black women we are innovative because we almost have to be because a lot of black women make a lot of money on shit that kind of shocks people they be like how did this black woman become a billionaire and quote unquote all she did was make a headscarf motherfucker because nobody else was making a headscarf they wouldn't fucking pulling my edges out right you know like i went and i saw and y'all did not serve me so a lot of times black women end up making money off of other black women because we say we see the we see the lack of things like and, and uh another thing would be with uh rihanna 
now before rihanna came around all these makeup companies been around for fucking ever always been around didn't give a fuck about nobody black or brown or or albino they didn't care okay rihanna come around and she kicked down the door going i'm gonna make makeup for everybody and now all of a sudden everybody because the thing is they quote unquote had they uh color lines you know we got the the, the latifa queen collection all this stuff which is fine you still didn't serve everybody you still served the only a, a limited selection uh, a lot of women that wear makeup they were like look i had to blend two and three colors together to get the color to match my skin like i'm ending up spending extra money doing extra work gave up on makeup because y'all didn't serve me rihanna comes in and, and she serves everybody now all of a sudden everybody wants to hop in and 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 uh follow her lead but it took a black woman going hey i see there's a need out there because you know pretty sure rihanna ran into the same problem her makeup artist people ran into the same problem and was like i'm going to to serve to serve these people i'm going to super serve over serve and the thing is when we are over serve we will spend our money but you got to over serve us uh in order for us to spend our money yeah i think um yeah that that lane is always left open because who's gonna be the person that considers the black woman and in that case that's about her just serving other like people that uh like but it opens up into a lane of like she didn't just only make black uh makeup patterns palettes she didn't only make brown you know just this is only for brown people like she actually just was like no this is a full line and i'm including more and then of course all these other brands went and tried to copy her afterwards but the point being that lane was left open for how long makeup been around forever like it was left open until 2016 2018 or whatever the fuck left like that's insane when you think about it but it's because of the people that come up with solutions in this country are never thinking of black women anyway no not think about our knees our body our body type our hair like our skin like things that directly impact us we always find ways to get around shit uh because we have to but we would love even to the down pretty sure there's other products out there that would actually simplify our lives that just hadn't been made or innovated yet and i'm pretty sure if some black woman they're gonna be shocked and she's gonna be on the forbes top 150 list uh 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 soon or 100 list soon for for coming out of the quote-unquote blue for super serving a market that everybody else fucking ignored yeah and if you you know what's even crazier about that um the the products that white women were in charge of for black women's beauty was all stuff that (laughs) it was all stuff that they assumed black women wanted which was to look like white women right 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 because i and i and uh i think the first time uh went years ago went to the mall and i uh wanted uh to get my face done at one of the counters i haven't done this in years and by the time that woman did my makeup i was like the fuck is this i was five shades too light i was like you don't know what you're doing and 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 it's very very uh frustrating because i don't want to like a white woman i want to like me i'm brown i want to like me oh and that's like you say it's hard for other people to to think that uh black women want to be black you know because everybody quote-unquote runs away from being black but what happens to a black woman she just want to be goddamn black i don't want to be white Uh, i want to be black not even just i don't even think it's like we thought you wanted to like every black woman wants to run away from being black they really think i'm the ideal and as a white woman this is what everyone wants to be you know what i mean like 
what this why would it one want something to match their darker skin tone then they will be dark we know beauty is defined as light we know we know beauty is defined as straight hair we know beauty is defined as thin these thinner lips or whatever the fuck and it's and it's so wild to think like how they've turned beauty into looking darker bigger fuller lips uh you know even taking black women's hairstyles they've turned beauty into that but then for for black women they assume beauty is to try to look like a a white woman for so long anyway um but then all these people came along and started selling shit to black women and now yeah the the myth is dead to to that extent you know like Mm -hmm. that even black women in their natural hair like that evolution revolution whatever you want to call it like even that is a slap in the face to what we were told you know black women were supposed to want that's true and and it's kind of like a wave because i know that there are some people that have always been natural yeah but and there was also waves you know during uh the 70s right you know then uh black revolution and stuff there was a lot of natural hair wearing and froze and all that type of stuff too right and so you know and and this is this is quote unquote a wave and i think for some people they're going to stick with it i know i am um and i think that uh it's just uh shocking how uh everything about us that white women don't understand they're threatened by it because like when you're talking about how white is the standard even something considered nude 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 quote unquote n-u-d-e um mm-hmm. yeah it's normally skin tone but a lot of times when you get skin tone a lot of times your nude is five shades too light no what happened to a, a brown or a beige or nude you know and it wasn't until a few years ago they got nudes that actually match our skin tone you know shit like that and it's and it can be very frustrating and irritating and it's it's still shocking to today how white women are just so shocked and appalled and and just don't know how to handle us when we speak up and and, and voice our opinions because truth be told they never considered us why because they never had to butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book, a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. Uh, just in case, uh, people, uh, well, I know y'all didn't get the email for the live show. Mm-mm. I don't know why I didn't send out. Maybe you got the email at midnight tonight or something like that. <laughs> a 3 a.m. tomorrow. Some, some, for some reason on Saturdays, it just does that. So make sure you follow us on social media. That's the only way we seem to be able to get the word out right. for sure on time. Yeah, on Saturdays. Cause you just never know with, uh, Crowdcast on a Saturday. So sorry if you missed the live show. You can always watch the replay on Crowdcast. Just go to crowdcast.com.io crowd crowdcast.io put in the blackout tips and um you know follow us there or, yeah, and follow you know. us on social media at uh tbgwt or at the blackout tips you can normally uh facebook and twitter is where we put most of the time where we put it where yeah. we're going live so i'm sorry i didn't get the email um all right let's get to all the people that gave us money i dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. 
today's a new day that's right new day new monet uh shout out to monica t recurring donator thank you very much james tg thank you so much calvin n we appreciate you gerard l lanika m tyrone m call them jason f michael irvin the playmaker jasmine a waste bees by sura eric m attitude check bronco pride dostry j alexander m mary h janine r deborah o appreciate you deborah uh now my phone wants to load i don't know why it was doing fine jonathan w rachel h uh girl shannon what's going on shannon b hey baby omar a stefan h Corey b andy s darwin m trivia t jeff m byron b jonathan h mr span from the span report podcast early days of photography we got a one-time donation from lux a who says to rod and karen here's a little bit to help you both out hope you and your friends and loved ones are all keeping safe and well much love thank you thank you and we are we are we doing our best over here we appreciate your donation mm-hmm. marvin b yes marvin b uh michael w nicole f Jer- jeremy f we got a one-time donation from Dana who says love this show so much thank you for everything well thank, thank you. you for everything okay stay safe up there uh solana s nerds and luxury those luxurious ass nerds mm-hmm. justin j candace h chriselle m thank you chriselle we got a one-time donation from casey casey f thank you casey and uh I'm trying to tell i think that's everybody okay that's everybody all right thank you so much everybody we appreciate all the donations if you want to give uh you can go to the blackouttips.com look on the right hand side there's a couple paypal buttons like mm-hmm. one-time donation recurring donations whatever it is you always get a shout out and we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that can you just smile for me whatever you're going through right now smile for me can you just smile for me and the people say oh 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 kurt thank you that's a dope song all right let's get to the five star reviews guys and we oh, i meant to tell you i know this kind of topic i love your rapper the rapper shirt oh, i thought that you. was for rapper the rapper yeah that's my jam kick punch it's all, all in, in the, the mind. mind yes in the rain or in the snow in, in the, the rain or in the, the snow. snow got the funky funky flow. that's my video game mm-hmm are you ever needed to be nice and friendly are you ever needed to be nice and friendly the truck over here will bring you luck yes anyway that's my that's my jam step on the brakes oh yes i wonder if i could get that again now that i have a playstation 4 i don't know i hope we can i, I used to that's gotta be one of the uh playstation originals is that an exclusive i think it is it's gotta be right i hope it is kick punch kick kick punch i used to always try to get funky on it like uh love that game are you ever need this to be nice and friendly and i'd be like are, are you ever need are, are you ever need 
like that's not that's not it at all um all right so let's get to the five star reviews we got quite a few yay i'm crying from m doula who says I hope this is a good cry crackhead when y'all played that clip of gator begging for money and doing this crackhead begging dance i screamed so loud it echoed through my crib that's one of my faves <laughs> before crack was gentrified i know <laughs> now everybody on the crack it's, we can't have nothing Mm-mm. not even the crack my favorite podcast by bill till who says i've been listening to rod and Karen for about six years now and can they and can say they consistently put out five-star material on every episode they have gotten me through long commutes house cleaning bad presidents and now a pandemic i don't know how they do it but i'm so thankful they do thank you bill <laughs> thank you uh we don't know how we do it either okay Mm-mm-mm. uh y'all the best this is by noah darling who says rod and karen offer commentary on current events with an amazing mix of compassion and thoughtfulness i'm so glad i found y'all smiley face well we're glad you found us too Noah. Well, yeah, thank you thank you um love from dc okay shout out to dc okay love, love chocolate city i do too uh mohania sprout wrote this it says man i love rod and karen i look forward to catching up on the podcast each weekend because i like to dedicate my full attention even though y'all don't love talking about politics i love when you do especially during election year i also love hashtag walking the book club and the nerd off but i'm here for whatever y'all want to talk about it though keep it up thank you thank you oh that is so nice i love when somebody just trusts us and let us drive you know it must be how uber drivers feel when they be like i don't worry about the map i can get you there and they and you just be like all right well i'm gonna trust you you say you can get me there faster i'm gonna let you do your thing and that's how i feel when people be like i just whatever y'all want to talk about i'm dead i'm game uh but yeah i i mean uh it's it's weird because i feel like uh we definitely talk about politics i just try to frame it in a way that we can still keep it some level of light and kind of partition it off in our heads you know because it kind of everything is politics right everything and i know we're pretty you know pretty liberal um we might we're not like uber liberal we're not like you know we're sucking bernie sanders dick or you know burn the whole country down liberal but we definitely skew to the left so but uh it's definitely excuse me it's definitely not because we're uh afraid to talk politics i just wanted to be like that i just want to clarify you know like i don't i hate when i listen to a black show that's like you know we're not gonna get into politics and it's really just them being like kind of cowardly like might be some white people listening and we don't want to offend them I, that's not like we just kind of do it to spare our black ass audience uh some to give them some relief sometimes come on come on sometimes you know? there's so much shit going on you're like i need a break yeah this podcast is a lifesaver this is from joshua sw97 who says i started listening to this podcast around four years ago and was instantly hooked i love that Ryder karen are hilarious thoughtful and unapologetically black well i i hate to tell you this joshua but i'm a little bit apologetically black sometimes yeah nobody's talking about this anymore but uh you know i don't i, I sometimes you know like i just be like oh i'm so sorry i'm black I'm so, oh mm-hmm. my bad i'm i didn't mean that guys i'm not I sorry 
like you ever just walk somewhere and then you just like like you walk in the room and you're the only black person you be like oh my bad everyone sorry <laughs> i i apologize sorry for this. i darkened the room sorry for this blackness i i didn't really mean to whip all this out on you okay i, mm-hmm. I know it's a bit shocking to me as well uh uh <laughs> no nah, i just joke i don't know what apologetic blackness means like i actually made a joke on twitter the other day where i was like some of you niggas is apologetically black and <laughs> it was a joke because i don't know what apologetic blackness is nobody does but then uh people was retweeting it like that's what i'm talking about that yes and i said don't don't encourage me <laughs> was, that that was bullshit i don't even know what that means <laughs> I can't think of an example who has apologetic blackness like i can think of coons but i can't think of like a person that i'm like this motherfucker is always sorry to be black you know anyway whatever the topic is Ryder karen will have a nuanced discussion that you don't get any other you don't get many other places the conversations resonate with the listeners and will have you thinking long after the show is over this tag team duo really do it all from talking about the news playing games like my favorite guest the race and their newest segment reading rainbow where Ryder reads excerpts from books and discusses it and how it may relate to current events karen is an absolute gem her laugh alone has healing powers because when she lets loose you can't help but laugh along with her oh thank you i say all this to say i'm for ever grateful that i stumbled on this show and have these amazing people in my life now rye will invite you all to the cookout but he won't be there that's correct he sure won't be there we can have a good time talking to karen instead inside <laughs> joke yes because um, i'm gonna talk to you make sure y'all stay six feet apart and wear masks to the cookout this year okay we're gonna assume that uh we're not gonna have it until the vaccination is, <laughs> is made so the cookout is actually postponed to then i i don't know if they sent that memo out three laughing emojis side note i'm using my nephew's iphone to lead us review it's been long overdue i follow you both on twitter linda. shout out to nephew's iphone linda mitchell thank you linda thank you baby and uh shout out to stealing phones that's what we need more of okay we need that stealing phones in energy okay yeah i know they got them accounts go ahead and write 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 something on their behalf also i didn't mention it but one of these five-star reviews was actually for spoiler reviews podcast which thank you yeah thank you rod and karen rock this is from us steel 07 i first heard about this podcast when rod was co-hosting with jl on his podcast my first thought was man this dude rod is cool i'm gonna have to check out his podcast then i heard bomani jones meeting rod on this podcast and i knew i had to check him out for real Right here, have awesome chemistry and it shows in their work. I appreciate the level of nuance and the willingness to be neutral as possible. Appreciate you guys and thanks for helping us get through COVID nineteen. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Shout out to JL and Bowen. What's what's so funny? Uh, particularly uh, when people write in, it's hilarious when they be like, "I didn't realize that Rod and Charlotte was you." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's hilarious. I do want to say I don't feel like we're necessarily neutral, but um i think what i'm trying to do is be as balanced i'm trying to be as honest and real as i can be about myself right you know what i mean because i feel like it's so and, and i and i mean i've been guilty of this too this is not a like a necessarily a knock on other people but it's so much um incentive to like perform oh, and yeah. i mean that for good and bad right. like like everyone you can't like you can't have an opinion that's a six you gotta have a ten you can't say i don't know what happened in this situation you have to say i know everything about this situation and i know what you should think about it as well and i don't know all the time right and you can't say 
for certain things i don't have the energy or i don't care about certain yeah. like like people that act like you supposed to be on top of everything that's impossible yeah or this is not my business this isn't right, my, lane. Not my lane i don't, I don't know, I don't know anything what about that you know i just feel like it's funny that 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 the people who like us anyway a lot of them like that about us but if you listen to other shows and if you listen to what um we're told is supposed to a show supposed to sound like that's the direct opposite of everything people tell you all the advice that we get is always like no you go fucking hard from time you know you only got to grab this person's attention you don't got time for no damn eight minute conversation on blah 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 like no you know that's we don't always have the answers and i just try to keep that real because I, I i'm definitely uh like i definitely like i said am not neutral because I, I feel like all our shit pretty much is on leans to the left of the country for the most part so i know you know it just i but then again you know what who's to define what the fuck is neutral right like, i guess i guess neutral for i'm i'm thinking of it through the lens of whiteness where neutral is like libertarians and shit but maybe i'm neutral for a black person i don't know maybe hmm that's a good you made me think uh 2020 i'm an essential worker with one of the this is from kenny jacks i'm a essential worker with one of those big box retailers and a mental health clinic people come in dressed like who shot john no mask on themselves <laughs> uh no mask on themselves or their practical practically newborns i'm almost always livid i lost four people to this virus people really have to get burned to understand what the fire is real right this virus is very very real it's like watching criminal minds and them needing more deaths before they understand what the fuck is happening uh kenny jackson yeah first of all thanks for the five star review we told y'all it could really be about anything Mm -hmm. um and then second of all i'm sorry to hear that you lost four people to it it's really like people are losing people to this shit i cannot believe how you know ignorant folks are being about this shit it's you know i i get why some of the protest stuff is happening because i don't think that's necessarily organic Mm -mm. it's it's clearly constructed from right-wing propaganda and right-wing websites and stuff like that so you know i like that kind of makes sense to me or whatever um not saying it's okay but it just kind of makes sense that okay well these motherfuckers are straight up crazy and they don't care about people but in general there's a lack of caring and then there's just this like i think just american you know what it is america is built on denial it is america is a country that was built on the land of the free while being the land of the slaves and when that happens that becomes our default for everything i believe we like flowery rhetoric we like to pump our bump our chest pump on our chest and tell everybody you know we're the best and the richest and the greatest country but and that's not even just a republican thing democrats do that a lot too mm-hmm. um but the truth of the matter is it, in moments like this this is why we get fucked up even worse is because we'd rather have the image of pretending like everything's solved than to be like no what we're really solving is everyone staying in the house you know and that's unfortunate because i i I think that's why you see people showing up at the grocery store with no mask and standing three feet from each other or whatever and you see people going to the park and the malls and people at the wharf for crab legs and people having house parties a big part of this is like the american um value system is 
one that is very much like we're just not gonna pay attention to the structural inefficiencies and the 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 rife like fucked up shit that's happening we're just in denial about it and yeah that's why that's why you you know people aren't taking it serious yeah and also it just puts a magnifying glass on the cracks that were literally already there because you know there are people in these groups that america as a whole has ignored particularly like the homeless the mentally mm-hmm. ill and people on drugs and all that shit and, and this and this impacting them and then you have people like you said before people are like hey most the average person is the average american is one paycheck away from being homeless and people don't believe that and this right here wiped out people paychecks and now people are homeless and so now the same people that they turned their nose up and thought they was better than they're out there uh in the same lines as they are and i think that for uh, uh, a lot of people this is a shock to their to their system and also a lot of people have died it's it doesn't might sound sad but i don't think enough quote-unquote people have died before people go oh shit it's real yeah i don't know what number it has to be me that's the thing nobody i don't know either i have no idea it's, this just feels like one of those things where like it, i don't it's gonna be some massive fucking number i, I like i saw yesterday um in california there's like uh so there was like a thread that someone oh no not a thread i think the news posted a thing you know on twitter like this is a beach right now in california where governor newsom had to close the beach because people weren't practicing social distancing and so he closed he went he sent the police to close the beach and there was a crowd a mob of people who were like we're going to we came out here to go to the beach we don't give a fuck and the replies to the thread is what i started looking at right and in the replies to the tweet it was like this is uh bullshit the we didn't even need the the uh carrier that trump and them sent that was supposed to be like a uh hospital like a ship hospital uh and they didn't need the one in new york either and the hospitals here aren't even uh, at capacity there's like a lot of space in the hospitals this is not real this is basically not not that it was a fake disease but like the panic isn't real the need for all this stuff to stay inside isn't real because why would the hospitals be empty and i was like that is so stupid it's like that because they told y'all asses to stay at home right i said that's literally that literally means that what they're doing is working. working but think about what you're what they're saying we actually won't be satisfied that this is a problem until there's a whole lot of people dead and the hospital is over capacity right and we're doing what italy does where it's just like you come in and we just basically put you in a room to die I, it's sad but for some people it got to be yo i'm i'm sorry your great grandma got to die i'm sorry your daughter they have to die oh shit it's real bitch we trying to avoid that and then the part that's for more frustrating to me is that black people are already having these results because we don't have the medical care we don't you know we you we get sent back home two and three times right you know um uh and and if you listen to this you know I, i i don't mean it in any offensive way but like people throughout the week send me like this person died that person died this person had this experience at the hospital and that experience and you know like i guess with the presumption of like maybe y'all could talk about on the show i'm not talking about that individually the reason i'm not talking about that individually one we're doing everything we can with our platform to inform people about this shit and tell people the shit is real but what i don't want to turn into is basically us reading you the tragedy and 
obituary and becoming a version of doom scrolling but as a podcast because i i find that to not be healthy for myself and i don't want to become a person that simply turns on here and reports like and then this person died and then that person died and i'm not just talking about celebrities i mean that's tragic black stories constantly on any platform you're on online that's just telling you like and i think i feel for these people because they're spreading it why not just because these people might be someone they know or whatever also to warn you like yo stay at home this is real put the mask on you know that kind of shit so i you know that's one of the reasons i haven't been sharing it but i've seen them all like if you guys are wondering i see the emails they send me i mean it made me sad to read that shit um because you know these are people's lives and to think that there's like almost the worst possible thing that could happen in a country like america was the disparity of of it coming out in race because then you have a bunch of white people that go yeah fuck it i'm going to the beach i think my chances are good that i'll get treatment even though they dying too they still feel like as long as these niggers die first i'm i feel protected well yeah and also on the low social distancing is a privilege and that's something that people don't want to talk about either right being able to separate yourself being able to stay at home and still have a job is a privilege yep being you know being not having these jobs where you're being forced to come back to work because the quote-unquote economies opening up opening up you know you're being forced to come back to you know work at a restaurant where you know uh, we was watching the daily show and uh, one dude was like yeah i've been in the restaurant industry for like 30 years and basically you have to be like 80 to 90 percent full in order to make a profit but they want you to function at like 25 to 50 percent like that's impossible Mm -hmm. so you have these restaurants where you're going to have these people coming in here rotating shifts touching shit and nobody really knows there's no real standards of or guidelines on certain things and well there are but it don't matter and that's true like because one the shit changes about the disease right so people go uh this is the only way you can get it touching shit nope you need mask well okay well um you gotta have like the n95 mask or whatever well no if you wear a mask and the customer wears a mask the chances of y'all transmitting it is extremely mm-hmm. fucking low, no. but both of y'all need to be wearing a mask. And most of the time, and what, 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 right, what happens when we see pictures online? Customers come in, no mask, the person got a mask on. Yeah, you, you're defeating the purpose. No and, point. And the thing is, I think a lot of times people are shocked. I remember we uh, took your car to the uh, tire place and everybody had a mask. They had a mask, we had a mask. Went to Chick-fil-A, they had a mask, we did a curbside pickup. Everybody have a mask. I was like, that's probably the best way to be about it versus you just breathing all over them yeah so it's just you know it's just a lot of stuff changing but yeah yeah it's just it's frustrating man i I feel y'all like i like i don't want people to think that because we're not covering some of these more tragic stories that we don't care it's literally i don't want to just be the show that turns everybody to tears every week or every episode with another one of these stories that could be a lot y'all i feel like most of the people listening to this already get it like i i hope there aren't people still listening to this that think or maybe they are and maybe will be the reason that snaps for them but this shit where people think well it's still room at the at the hospital that must mean we can go to the beach again is one of the most dangerous asinine short-sighted points of view i've ever heard in my life yeah because all this dumb shit and them opening up the economy you know basically starting this weekend and this week opening up the economy by the end of this month we'll see those numbers spike right on back up yeah this is essentially um 
like playing russian roulette where the first couple bullets didn't kill you and then going well it's still room in the in the guns chamber it's like mm-hmm. that's not the fucking point like yes there's still room in the fucking uh in the chamber that's the point of the game is to stop when not die anyway uh we got episode 2093 don't feed the haters we got a couple uh comments uh, as a feedback episode d ramsey says five stars period love you both keep don't keep up doing what you're doing we will mm-hmm. king says when you guys are talking about the reasons why you stop reading just any old five-star review it reminded me a little of vision soliloquy and captain america civil war just the fact that y'all shit is popping invites people to want to come fuck with you for clout and indulging them by engaging with them is only encouraging other people to do the same at the same time i can also relate when you wake up like you know what i got time today and it can be tough to resist the temptation to want to clap back all the time i think that in general y'all do a great job of maintaining a balance between those two feelings thank you we try man mm-hmm. i and i know it's mostly me that tries uh like i said I, <laughs> karen's much better at that and i think it's almost effortless for her but for me i it's, it takes a lot f- for me to be like you know and, and I, honestly i've seen the fruits of my uh not labor but i got the opposite of labor the fruits of me being like i'm not gonna do but, it but you know it, it it is labor because it's almost like you have to almost untrain yourself yeah um because the thing is how can i say this sometimes because the way i view things people think the things that i'm doing is not a form of fighting mm-hmm. well you just ignore, no 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 it is a form of fighting it's just a different every every fight doesn't require an axe sometimes yeah. it record it requires a scalpel you know but everybody wants to go at these things and just chop it down like a lumberjack and sometimes it doesn't require that much brute strength to get a, to get the result that you want well it's like my man bruce lee said in the uh enter the dragon uh there was this american i think it was american maybe it's british but this this asshole who wanted to fight uh bruce lee on the boat they weren't even at the tournament yet and he says uh well i can't fight you on this boat we have to go out here on the i mean on the ship we have to actually take one of these small like rowboats and we'll get on that and we'll go fight and the guy's like okay and he was like um he let he got the guy on the boat and then he untied the boat so that it wasn't tied as close to the to the ship and he let it just float behind the ship and the guy was stuck out there and he said um what what do you call i think roper was like what do you call that technique and bruce lee was like the art of fighting without fighting and that's that that's what you just made me think about was like you know because ultimately that dude had to stay on the back of the fucking ship until they docked and he never got to fight bruce lee because you know essentially because and bruce didn't expend any real energy he just let the motherfucker like wear himself out like going out there float by yourself where you can't bother nobody and i'm gonna live my life and if anything we're gonna fuck with you like we're gonna you know laugh at your ass being on the boat by yourself so mm-hmm. I, I see it similar to a child having a tantrum tantrum if i'm saying temper that. tantrum temper tantrum temper um, temper tantrum yeah I got okay you. Yeah, I, I look at it similar to that uh, because a lot of times people do that to get your attention. The end result when children do that is to get your attention. That's yeah. what they want is your attention. And they win with that. Right. So you have to find ways to maneuver around that or get them and teach them to understand it is better ways to get my attention than with this behavior. Yeah. And it's like I was rewarding people for that for a long time on the show. It's, you know, it's, it's like, you know, that game kids play where it just repeat everything you do 
and it's like you, you know you can't you can't win by engaging them in the game no and also the the thing is uh if you were a child long enough they'll get their shit together and then eventually come to you and talk like they got some sense that's all i want you to do is talk to me like yeah and in this sense. case they won't right which is even in this better. case they won't you don't even have that hope that it's a child so a child is developing and learning these people are, are grown so they just fucked up and they're gonna be fucked up and there's nothing i can do to save them or talk to them or get them you know i had to rid myself of that ego that i had because that's how i see it now is ego i I felt like i was the person that could tell them that hey no this is how you have to do it but a lot of them feed off of that you know i i've dealt with that before people harassing me online and shit like that it's like oh you're fucking insane and i you're you're insane and like 37 so i i know there's nothing my black ass can say that's gonna fix this via the internet so you know i have to just mute you and move the fuck on right and the thing is yes they're still adults but the behavior is childlike that's why i'm kind of yeah 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 we we both agree i was just saying yeah like with a child there's hope i'm I'm saying shit with a child maybe they'll be like oh you know what this behavior wasn't rewarded i'm gonna change some of these motherfuckers so crazy it's like you can't even give them the sense a child has you're just like i gotta move on yeah you know what yeah and the the thing is uh they will move on like and that and the end result is i want you to move on or they won't but i've moved on the end result is i've moved on that's not correct you know what i mean like it's something like i don't give a fuck if it's 20 years later you still hate my guts i moved on you got you got to deal with it somebody got to move don't tell me yeah don't tell me tell your therapist is cable news doing a good job covering trump yes or no uh eight percent of our audience says yes i think i know who that guy was um and 92 percent says no uh Vinny says they keep saying how he's lying about everything but keep running his daily press briefings analyzing every sentence and talking about his lies at every show for 24 hours they make this grand presidential presentation about not putting him in uh him on the air only to give him uh to go live from the white house every day i have stopped airing this this bullshit weeks ago yeah i'd have stopped yeah i i like i know they're in a tough position but it's kind of because of the way the industry is built you, you gotta make 24 hours of news and trump is a he's like a fucking old geyser of news you know what i mean it's just constantly yep. spewing and the temptation is too much man because people will watch that shit and what would you know like i i understand the, the dilemma like what what would we rather do uh ignore him uh cover him but don't show any footage of him all that stuff but then people don't watch well nah that's not you know so now we gotta talk about it and if we're gonna talk about it we're gonna take it to the next level bring on two people to argue about it you know bring on some people from his campaign you know listen to his fucking press secretary and that's also the danger of him occupying that because they can always stand behind tradition and be like but we've always covered the presidential briefing we've always done this and he knows that and he's gonna use that to his advantage yeah he knows they're gonna follow their their rules but at any time most of them be like we're not covering it just period like we can cover some other shit we got episode 2094 man we're almost at 3000 pratheist uh i mean 2100 what did i say 3000 i don't know math anyway <laughs> I was this, like, is, Woo, this is what jl yeah this is a jl covan michelle says not sure if you could tell but some of the spanish coronavirus songs you played are making fun of chinese people they are calling it, it the chinese virus or saying it came from china 
uh no we did not know know. we do not speak spanish we don't baby we did not know we also have never heard any of these songs before we literally randomly put coronavirus in spotify and hit play on the song so you just happen to be somebody that understood because we didn't yeah if they racist that's terrible and i don't agree with the well i mean i don't agree with their racism obviously but then i was thinking how we be playing guess the race and shit and i was like uh who the fuck am i to grandstand on this, <laughs> this piece of shit like like i feel like a hypocrite to be like and these motherfuckers but you know we don't play it that way mm-hmm. like because everybody's racist anyway you guys get the point <laughs> i i didn't know it was racist you know we didn't and i don't know enough spanish to say if we play the next one i'm gonna be like this definitely racist so i, mm-hmm. I don't know thanks michelle know. uh brooklyn shoe says i'm absolutely loving the coronavirus songs you've been playing are you creating it or are you just playing a pre-made list on spotify i'm just searching coronavirus and pressing play um i can make a playlist of what i played so far if and share it if you guys would like me to do that um uh and then i'll add it to the show notes in one of the episodes okay um my youngest daughter is 13 and into punk and metal and has some suggestions for you this is how we keep it lighthearted during rona lockdown uh punk and metal i I mean i get yeah i mean i don't look do the song have coronavirus in the name if it's named coronavirus i'll play it if it's if it's just talking about coronavirus then i won't that's the truth okay love 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 when you have jl on he's just a smart and funny dude i like hearing his political takes and theories i will pre-order his album some of these pastors are tripping during this lockdown i'm so mad yeah and jl's albums did go to number one on amazon and itunes if i'm not mistaken now i don't know if it was number one overall or number one and i know it's definitely number one in comedy so i don't know where it ended up on the overall list and i also don't know how the billboard things works and right. when you find that out or any of that stuff mm-hmm. but uh i am glad that it went to number one that screenshots always it always makes me so happy because i feel like you know we don't have the biggest audience but we have a very very like active loyal just <laughs> amazingly like passionate audience like I, I could not be more proud of our audience if long after we're done with this show or whatever that'll be the best accomplishment is that we just had an audience of like fucking people i would like to to know right you know what i mean as opposed to you know audience full of assholes i wouldn't you know wouldn't want to touch me with a 10-foot pole like i i love that we have an audience that every time we've ever like ran into a fan and just like passing and shit it's always been it's always been a great uh, it's always been great like so i i if nothing else tells me we're doing we're on the right path is that you know what i mean because mm-hmm. you know i don't want to have to get like a bodyguard to watch my back because i'll be talking shit on a on a fucking podcast right? like some of these people shira or is it shira s-h-e-e-r-a shira says jl's talk about the grocery stores has me in my feelings i'm one of those employees i've gotten two 25 dollar gift cards thanks our company has been providing us with free lunch and since the end of march this week is the cutoff but i'd much rather boost to my hourly pay right we're getting two separate bonuses but when it comes to our yearly pay raise in july 30th since is it going to cut it none of us are teenagers i'm the youngest second youngest person in my department and i'm 34 the oldest guy is in his 50s 
works work has been super stressful for so many people it's weird to not be able to get close and chat with coworkers. having to wear a mask has been so surreal having people dodge me and get out of my way is also wild i get it but it's been hard to get used to i'm so glad i found a therapist before all of this went down or i would be in worse shape take care yeah shira thank you shira, mm-hmm. uh, shira thank you and uh i definitely um yeah i definitely uh empathize with y'all because y'all are literally on the front lines and people talking about some the heroes and clapping at seven o'clock for all the nurses pay me, shit. Pay me. where the money pay me every other kind of no hero we want to no give them some money pay me right every other kind of hero we want to give them some money right compensate them for this shit you know make sure they got good health care in case they get sick from it you know like dude. yeah you clapping and go back into the safety of your home pay me yeah the story of these people like getting sick and dying and all this shit is not that's not heroic for me that that just shows us what a failure of a fucking society we are where you know we the only thing we got for you these long ass platitudes about how we you know how heroic you are really we trotting you out to die like a fucking soldier in the infantry you know like that's crazy something that something that y'all you know uh you're like look i don't work at the hospital i work at the fucking grocery store like i didn't sign up for this right the lakers motherfucking having (laughs) taking money out of the out of the fund for the for the paychecks and 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 we're sitting up there like you know i mean they gave it back but but the fact that there's money for that but not money like democrats had to fight to give money to hospitals for for them to be able to pay overtime staff buy supplies and shit like they had to fight for that republicans weren't even gonna put that in they had to fight for that the thing that of all the money shit that seemed like the easiest one to sell they they hate god all right classic r&b lover says hello rod and karen i love when jl's on the show i definitely pre-ordered fireside crap the deuce uh fireside craps the deuce whenever i see his name i know that not only will i be laughing but i'll be learning about politics comedy or whatever the topic is i agree the choice must be either abrams or harris i'm leaning uh i'm leaning uh for i'm leaning in favor of abrams simply because harris has a senate seat and that's one more democrat to support biden in office yeah i man i I mean i like i said val dennings will work for me too i know she's a cop i don't give a fuck um like it's only with the black people that's got to stop everything right um shit you know else who else is a cop eric holder y'all don't never talk bad about eric holder eric holder locked up a whole lot of black people in dc area y'all niggas do not talk about it why because he's a fucking man anyway um yeah i'll vote for any of them but i really i mean and i mean if we're being frank i'll vote for anyone he puts on a fucking ticket with him i don't care Mm-mm. like it's not you know like it's not some make or break deal for me but i just think the smart thing the best choice is stacy abrams i don't even think it's a that's just because she's a black woman or anything i just think her fucking um work lines up with exactly what this election is about which is v- getting voters out this is what this whole election needs to be about you know i think this is where hillary came up short if there was one thing in hillary's campaign that i would have said yep that's that's an area she could have did better and i don't feel like there were a lot of areas but picking tim kane as her vp was it right that was it like that wasn't the time to make the safe white man choice now i know why because she was trying her weakness quote unquote was essentially not being a white man mm-hmm. and so she had to go with a white man because america's so fucking sexist in her mind uh and her campaign's mind i'm sure they thought 
well this will give us some white male voters the problem is white men white people are never voting democrat ever it's not gonna happen we will always lose the plurality of whiteness ever since the fucking civil rights amendment passed the civil rights act passed we have lost white people forever stop trying to do that i can love when biden said it was nothing he could do to get a trump voter and i said okay you're learning you're learning the poll which uh which one black woman vp would you want the most and the options stacey abrams kamala harris michelle obama or val dennings i threw michelle obama in there because white people always do that uh (laughs) stop that that. she's not running that was a trick everyone who voted michelle obama you all failed i just want you to know you got f 10 percent of y'all failed this test okay that was that was that, that was a trick question that was basically a none of the above and you and yes you, it was you fell for it anyway stacy abrams kamala harris michelle obama val dennis carrie oh abram abrams 54 percent kamala harris 34 percent michelle obama 10 percent and val dennis two percent because none of you niggas know val dennis nah, i don't and i i can't even knock y'all because you know she i i learned about her from a podcast listening to i think cape up uh was when i first heard. i was like okay all right um brooklyn shubay says we must protect michelle obama at all costs which means keeping her out of politics my heart can't take it my pressure already stay high with president trump well brooklyn shubay you passed the test okay that was a trick question everybody knows michelle obama don't want to be no motherfucking politician Mm-mm. she fuck around say some real shit everybody lose their goddamn minds she already was like one slip up from just like taking it all down them eight years they was in i know she's sick of white people of them yes the 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 second they got off out of office she was like y'all gonna get all these long ass legs y'all gonna get all these fucking bare shorts y'all gonna see all the elbows i'ma wear the booty shorts fuck y'all right you know so you just can't can't don't let these motherfuckers listen from this point on all that's gonna be is an attack on the any of his uh people in his camp for biden because these bernie people have basically turned it into well since we couldn't win by getting people to vote for bernie we're gonna try to disqualify joe biden by playing up this terror reed accusation to the point where we're gonna try to disqualify him as a candidate um and what that's gonna do is the same thing they've been doing poison the well so much that they hope to lower voter turnout they hope they these people want nothing more than another four years of trump right because they know they ain't getting four years of bernie you know so that's one of the reasons that you have to be careful engaging these motherfuckers um and the other thing is they they don't want anyone to say they just don't believe tara reed or that they or that they just don't find her accusations to be credible that's the one thing you can't say as a liberal person you have to say every accusation is da 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 and it's all credible and we believe everything and trust women meet and i've been telling you i've been telling y'all for years at this point on this show to me believe women is not let's not even say women believe uh people accusers is not then you just fucking do whatever the fuck they say no matter what okay cool nothing has to line up you said that that's not what it means it always just means look at the fuck take give it the same fucking weight you would 
uh to the person that's saying i didn't do it give it the same weight give it the consideration look into it investigate that's what that's the thing the problem is that a lot of times there's no investigation that's where people's outrage comes from what was happening before this was believe women were before people were quote unquote not believing women what it was was so-and-so sexual sodomy bitch shut up we don't leave him alone no we not looking into this okay that was it that's what it used to be what we have now is kind of like a uh a process where people go investigate via confirming secondary sources uh if there's any evidence of uh you know like police investigation if there's anything uh paper trail stuff like that and you know people investigated this thing with tara reed so far and you know her multiple changing stories her uh flat out supported the dude uh, even up to like 20 whenever she flipped to go to be like i'm now i want russia then i want bernie and and when bernie loses well he's a you know biden's a rapist now like uh trying to find the paperwork trying to find co-workers that could corroborate the shit like it's they've investigated this as much as they can now if that means stacy abram kamala harris and all hillary clinton and all these people feel like yeah it's been investigated and essentially i believe joe i don't know why that makes them bad people you know what i mean if they essentially said yes i i did look at this we do need to believe women we do need to trust women blah 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 but at the same time in this situation i i believe you know i still support joe biden and i i believe uh joe i don't know what they're supposed to do dog like so because essentially what you're saying is you can't say that you have to always be like no matter no matter the probability of it no matter the holes in the story no matter anything you just have to be like yeah man he did it and so that's that's the weird thing you know so I, i feel like people just don't and I, you know like i said this is the one of the reasons i i stopped even talking about these things on the show and this psh, way before joe biden or any of this shit is because i noticed the change in tenor of the discussion and it wasn't a discussion anymore Mm-mm. it was just so-and-so was accused of something that's it that's it we're not investigating we don't want no facts don't invent nope like facts became inconvenient for a lot of people this doesn't mean people aren't doing shit you see it all the time but you know i and i also reconciled a long time ago that we're essentially at the at the at the point now where everyone gets quote unquote one because we don't have any we don't have a perfect system no, nobody knows what happens when two people disagree like that and so what we've mostly been waiting on is for other people to come forward someone accuses somebody of something and then other people come forward like and that happened to me and that happened to me and that happened to me and then we go oh yeah this happened to 12 people this motherfucker did this shit right uh sometimes two or three you know and with her unfortunately um she's accused him of something and nobody else has had that experience there's been people that are like yeah he's inappropriate but not sexually blah 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 and mostly what i say uh, to wrap it up mostly he gonna be fine because he's a white man and this is why the fuck people voted for him and because not even this can fuck with him and this is like that kind of shit that people thought could tear trump down but trump just hides behind being a white man and people go yeah leave him alone he's the real victim and yeah biden can still be supported because he's a white man this would be tarnish any of those other black and brown people that were on that ballot 
would have tarnished their legacy would have fucked them all the way up joe biden he gonna straight white man his way all the way through this shit i didn't do it leave me the fuck alone and that's how everybody's gonna treat it because he's a white dude and that's why the fuck he can win president that's why they put him up there so but anyway yeah good luck you know to to everybody involved but yeah that i'm not arguing with nobody online about that shit Mm -hmm. i read i read i've read more about that in the last like i don't know three to four weeks and like listen to podcast on it everything and was just like yeah at best we don't know what the fuck happened at worst um at worst he did it and got away with it i guess right. and at best she lying and if you feel like you can determine any of that from reading all that shit you, to me you, you need to examine yourself if you feel like you know for a fact he either a completely zero percent chance he did that shit or be uh 100 percent chance she's he did it and and like i don't like if you then you need to look at yourself because all the shit i read and i was like i don't fucking know what happened you know anyway man don't don't engage in people online because them motherfuckers are it's a hive and they really the other thing i don't know if y'all noticed this too um but i'm glad this came up now um uh have y'all noticed that if you go on twitter and watch it they hop on black people more than white people who like some white people are coming out and straight up being like joe biden didn't do that shit and people are not in their mentions the same way that they are in like a stacy abrams or uh tarana burke or um, it's it's been really weird i don't know if anyone else has noticed that but just start looking for that I, like i'm not saying that bots or anything it just seemed like when it's like black people talking about the shit they be in our mentions hard but when it's like white people coming white people just out there you know white people don't give a fuck they they just out there like they didn't do it you know what i'm saying <laughs> like like leave joe alone and and i'm like i go in they mentions looking for the people being like you motherfucker and it's like seven replies that's it they've been in toronto burke's fucking mentions for over you know days now and she didn't even say nothing that definitive like she just was like i don't know what happened i'm not saying nothing this you know i'm not saying nothing it didn't happen i, I still feel like i should, we should support biden but blah, blah blah and they was like no we are we on your ass so i don't know y'all anyway <sighs> episode 2095 diamond and silk fired d randy says <laughs> five stars for the dance party celebrating tata and tot being let go from fox news uh brooklyn shube says i love you niggas i was dancing around my living room singing in celebration it's time i know you were serious in your joy when you broke out to read the sheet get itchy and scratchy <laughs> get itchy and scratchy out of the paint thank you come on sofa king says y'all someone online referred to diamond silk as the menstrual show and menstrual spell like like period blood type oh no and now i can't breathe that's pretty terrible <laughs> menstrual show he, he says if diamond silk, wrong with y'all niggas. if diamond silk hadn't cooned so hard for a man who was only propping them up to prove he's not racist even though he clearly is i'd actually feel sorry for them but fuck them yes they deserve to die and i hope they burn in hell yeah eve uh i'm a front i wouldn't feel sorry for them either way because like what you just described is basically uh stacy dash 
when she got let go of fox and she was like was it's like, oh, well. it's racism y'all they just got rid of me like i wasn't important and you know what i, I felt nothing she didn't even go up for trump like that and i didn't feel nothing in my heart i was like mm. you know sit your ass down okay i was like okay you fucked all these boners up with your opinions okay everybody had a boner for stacy dash for 20 30 years at this point and she just threw it all away to go get a check from fox news ain't that some sad shit man mm-hmm. like i remember when you was in king magazine now look at you looking like the prom fiend magazine dia says my sister and i talked about that woman from idaho and all the white folks protesting it is just another example of how some people guess the race aren't accustomed to follow the rules and or doing anything that remotely looks like a loss of privilege coincidentally the black folks we know have not had a hard time following the distancing orders because we've been following rules all our lives and it has nothing to do with being weak-minded followers when you come from generations that had to take basically a a unpassable test to vote can't sit in certain places and all the unspoken rules that come with just being black you're just genetically predisposed to following the rules and dealing with bullshit they say leave the park we leave they say you can't come around without a face covering we cover our face they say stand on the x we stand on the x but also we know the virus is disproportionately killing us and i feel like once that message got out people were like that uh this is against my constitutional rights kids we going to the park yeah sorry yeah it's it's interesting because uh going to the uh store i feel like um i've been seeing less black people with masks in my area lately mm-hmm. and i i think it's because it's hot outside and the um discussion has now become about reopen the country mm-hmm. and it's moved away from uh nigga if you get this you probably gonna die which is what we need to get it back to which is nigga if you get this you might die yeah i'm i'm I fuck it i'm i'm wearing my goddamn mask darian fox says man i love it when the fox news coons get uh fired bt money uh i mean bet money bt that i'm so black i read bet as bet <laughs> that man said bet and i was like bet money <laughs> sorry be bet money and i almost did it again bet <laughs> money any any day now sorry things keep hitting my mic any day now they'll be in some article blaming their firing on racism talk about how their other co-workers were saying the same things like two seconds ago and maybe they'll be right but the irony is so sweet if you hold water for racist you're gonna get wet fuck cubic zirconium and polyester uh glad i could party on them with y'all thank you thank you here's what i say though i don't even like i think they did deserve to get fired because in my imagination i don't watch fox news but in my imagination i bet when the rest of the channel got the message they kept going because that's what Mm -hmm. the fuck they do and because if like the genius of dominant silk is that they are protected by the same anti-blackness that republicans claim don't exist think about it this way there is no fucking way white fox news people would ever give a job to two fucking redneck country bunking motherfuckers who got up there and put on a goddamn chicken shaking show every every rally for donald trump they would never do that they would not even let that person in the fucking door at fox news they wouldn't give him a show they wouldn't write him a check for nothing right and then this is the same people that go racism doesn't exist black people are just making a big thing a big deal out of nothing this all about their own personal responsibility they refuse to take and they don't their family's all fucked up blah 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 so what black people do they put on their 
with these other white people that you know at least have some pedigree they put these niggas the most like you know stereotypical all the shit that they think about black people are these two women you know you never see uh the black family you never see them with husbands nowhere right you never see their kids or nothing like that they just literally they're the equivalent of just that uh at their one uh open reopen uh whatever rally where they put the uh blackface obama menstrual show on before they started uh, uh, yeah. that's essentially what dominant silk are like that they that they are entertainment to these white folks mm-hmm. so they were of course they're expendable they were only there to be um entertainment and what i imagine is that they have been able to go much further with their commentary than the white people even at fox news of course because fox news has some level of expectations of those white people mm-hmm. and they send the memo out and they go hey 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 we are no longer saying that uh chloroquine is gonna kill people because we about to get sued so stop doing that shit and you know all those uh people that work there sean hannity and tucker carlson and shit like that oh we stopped we gotta stop and of course these niggas probably was on twitter going extra ham and it's gonna kill y'all mr trump gonna do it y'all and because they have been able to get away with that kind of anti-factual lazy intellectual uh red meat serving uh fucking long dog they've been able to make cake off of that so to them it's like why why y'all stopping the party now so of course they went too far and it's not racism because the other people didn't everybody else is like i got the memo we got to stop they black ass up there like Mm-mm, mr trump said you better drink that bleach girl i got me a cup of bleach right now i'm about to drink it down <laughs> and they said go ahead get their ass up out of here <laughs> sim simma says i listened to all the music uh three times <laughs> the whole party <laughs> three times and that was after watching live on crowdcast <laughs> it was a full dance party for real they could take off their disguises wear face coverings and hide in plain sight now so i have no sympathy love to see it yeah and i think they also have already had like a patreon or something like that anyway so they got probably got they got a built-in audience do you make time to be creative yes or no me not now probably need to like actually be creative but i ain't really i haven't really sat down and been creative for years last time i was actually creative creative is when i was sewing and that's been 10 plus years ago hmm that's interesting how you define creative i thought i saw you using my colored pencils the other day to uh do some stuff i did i, I was i had a ball so they don't count oh 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 i guess as i was coloring the coloring book like something that was there i was thinking creative my mind thinking i'm i am creating something kind of out of me and put it out into the world kind of type of thing like when i used to make you know the bags and the quilts stuff like that like that's where my mind went for creative but there's different ways of being creative i didn't look at that as being creative yeah but what else you did um you were the one that came up with us doing this uh coronavirus sale thing a whole lot of people signed up oh i didn't think about that so Cause my, but my mind always tick like that and I, right but that's creativity okay oh okay you know that was what we talked about on the show in the uh, reading rainbow that segment is how much you know creativity kind of integrates into things um so you you are creative you know you think of stuff all the time um i think also i'm always in the, my mind's always in the clouds with a lot of stuff but i yes. think also with your farm together video game there's mm-hmm. a lot of creativity there 
because it's about placing things in certain areas it's about you know and you really like you know it's like you're building your own land or whatever you know and i think you know the more and more you talk about yes i love that video game a lot and i think that yes you basically are taking a blank slate and you put stuff out there and you put it down and you can redo it you can take it away you can mix and match and balance it you literally can do i didn't think it like that literally whatever you want to with no rules or regulations and that's why i'm the most creative when i'm able to be somewhere and there's no restraints or restrictions or you can do this and you can't do this and and it doesn't have to even make sense you know if i it can be done mm-hmm. so i just think it's interesting because i think also we come down on ourselves about our creativity a lot of times people are like i'm not using it i'm not doing that and i think you know if we creatively think about it for a second we are you know uh at any rate i, I mean obviously with what we do for a living i feel like that's creativity anyway so even if you would have said no i feel like you know when you come on here with your random thoughts um the ways that we you you know you engage the show the things you talk about that's all creativity too okay yeah 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 like i said it's never really thought it's quote unquote being creative but it is a form of creation yeah and uh it turns out that 55 percent of our audience says no and 45 percent says yes and i think it's also because a part of what we define being an adult is no longer doing those things that's true too you know we limit ourselves all right and then the last episode of the week because we didn't do a show wednesday because karen needed a nap y'all i was so tired i'm not even gonna lie yeah i'm tired too i thought about taking this week off i don't think i'm going to but might take a couple days off and stuff like that you know just we've been in quarantine for a while we've pretty much been doing a show almost every day yeah and, yeah it's know. been stretches where we've been going like seven 14 days kind of straight so and for yeah. it's like uh two days sometimes we do two in a row like mm-hmm. two like me and bossy and don't mind it at all but every now and then your body's like you know what i've had enough because at first i was like yeah i'm gonna take a little nap and that nap turned into uh the next day yeah nothing wrong with that uh so the 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 had a comment on the episode with my old mike b uh brooklyn shoebay says i was so happy to hear old mike b on the blackout tips it was like two of my uh great taste coming together uh for a greater taste (laughs) Uh, now correct me if i'm wrong (laughs) correct me if i'm wrong uh this was a really good episode with the with the guest the bits and such the blackout tips has really uh been on fire the past few weeks uh you must you have you just have me laughing and pointing at my cell phone like you can see me and agreeing with you uh you helping uh you helping me through the quarantine thank you oh thank you baby glad to be helping Mm -hmm. um so uh then we had uh the poll as well um give me one second all right the poll are you getting sick of the people you're quarantined with yes it's just me baby and i'm sick of myself i'm my own best company or no karen no all right i'm also in the it's just me baby i'm sick of myself no i'm just kidding i'm in no obviously i was about to say the heck the, the, am i not here <laughs> uh yeah 35 percent so yeah it's because most of the time we in two separate rooms yeah i'll just uh, also you know i don't get sick of you 
same I, I don't get sick you you are very you are you and i got a handful of other people that i don't mind spending spending long extended periods of time with uh a lot of people can't and i don't mean in a bad way you know i'm talking to make talking they talk talk but you know it's very few people that i could kind of just be like that and be myself for long periods of time and they not look at me like um <laughs> all right uh so then uh what i say oh 15 percent say yes they are sick of the people they're around <laughs> yeah because it, it's, it's a common thing because as as a i know i'm a talker as y'all can tell doing the podcast all these thousands of episodes but yeah as i i was one of them kids you would be like if you just be quiet just be quiet just just shut up like i just had to say something as i got older i've learned it's a time to speak and a time to be quiet. So I, I know I, I can be a lot. Uh, so 15% say yes, they are sick. Or the person they're around, the people, people they're quarantined with. 18% say it's just me, baby, and I'm sick of myself. I feel you. Like now you don't got nobody else to blame shit on. It's like just, just you. Uh, I'm my own best company. 32% of y'all are absolutely fine right now. I love that. Love that uh and then of course 35 percent not sick uh so we got seven comments mimi says i'm over this confinement i'm sick of me lol i need someone else to feed off their energy and blame for random things alicia says i love my kids but i've been sick of them and my eight year old <laughs> my eight year old actually expects me to keep her entertained and blames me for her boredom i pray it's safe enough to open schools in august yeah yeah that, that and that's the thing about children they get around a certain age they want you to be the entertainment you like no fine you you need to be creative and find some shit to do baby all these electronics and toys and shit you mean tell me you can't entertain yourself Brooklyn Shoe Bay says, so far my kids are not fussing with each other. Usually after six weeks of summer break, I'm ready to send them back to school. So as long as they act right, I'm not sick of them yet, LOL. Yeah, I think also like the kids probably a little bit, you know, freaked out by this too. Cause so. it is impacting them, right. Miss Barnes says, it's just me and I will say that I'm tired of cooking for myself and I, and will order out. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I you know I love cooking, but uh, yeah, every once in a while I will be like, not be tonight. Tired. Yeah. You know um static says i'm moving out as soon as this shit is over (laughs) (laughs) tish says i live with four people and two dogs in a two-story house we have enough space to leave each other alone and we'll have movie and game nights to shake things up i already have to manage clinical depression so the added mental distress from the rona and the fact that i now live in florida where people in charge are florida manning shit up is just a (laughs) shit it's just a shit sandwich i recently spent a whole day without interacting with anybody else but the next night i went ahead and peopled a little bit i would have been pulled out of my room if i kept myself much longer anyway in much longer anyway good thing about living with actual friends is that we give each other space but no we can count on someone to keep us from getting too low that is nice man i'm glad you still in a place with good friends like that because like i saw people in some fucked up situations man you know and that, right when when you hear about the stories you be like oh i i didn't even think oh shit i didn't even think about that that's fucked up right some people in like abusive situations some people you know situation where they gonna get divorced we were just talking about jay cutler and his wife christian cavallari and mm-hmm. they was uh like stuck in the bahamas or some shit for like or the caribbean for like six weeks and at the end of it it's like we getting divorced i'm like damn and it's a petty divorce too uh sim simmer says i miss hugs and i'm overcooking just for me i got a weighed weighted blanket and have been it's been comforting and has helped a lot with my sleep 
day 54 of solo quarantining today and this is harder than i thought it would be yeah and i heard the um another thing i saw a thing on a daily show they were saying that um people's dreams have been affected by too people are having Mm -hmm. more dreams and some people are having like nightmares and shit and it's like recurring certain type of feelings and stuff because everybody's basically you know dealing with this this shit at the same time yeah uh i could see it because that's the thing it affects you mentally and the thing is mental states affect dreams and sleep patterns and the deepness of your sleep and things like that like those things actually matter i know for me i i was almost opposite like roger said i love to nap and i was like literally not sleeping like would be up for hours and hours and hours on end go to work be up for hours and hours on end and just my mind did opposite like my brain wouldn't wouldn't take off like it was just on overload like okay okay what do i do what do i do you know and then i had anxiety you know scared to go outside like my my brain was kind of all over the place so you have people that that, they have any dreams you have some people they're going opposite they're lacking sleep yep um so and then when you sleep you know you're having a nightmare so then you probably make you not want to sleep as much you correct know? so i think a lot of us are dealing with it in different ways uh we have one voicemail 704-557-0186 is the voicemail line hey what's up Ronnie karen this is mark in brooklyn just wanted to tell a quick story that came to my mind instagram booty models caught the follow um, yeah, there always a problem when you have too many on your feet, especially in certain places. Like, first time I noticed the wedding in the church, and I was scrolling on Instagram, and all the booty models came up. So, I followed some of them, and only follow a couple of them. But one of them is Dominique Chin that she yes. on the show. So, I stopped following her. I ain't following her in a while. What? And for some reason, last night, though, I had a dream. I had a sex with her. Mm. And then, you mentioned her on the show today. That was crazy. I have that all the time. Number one, I wish I had dreams to make me some money, but unfortunately, you <laughs> don't. So I just had to share that. I was wondering why I had a dream about it. All right, take it easy. That's crazy. <laughs> what are the odds of all the Instagram models to be dreaming of having sex with? That you dream about the one that I just randomly that I didn't even plan to bring Dominique Chan up. That was just a random, random thing that happened talking to Mike. But it makes sense. Man, you can't be the only brother dream by having sex with Dominique Chan. That's why she's Dominique Chan, okay? Mm-hmm. They don't they don't fly them out for nothing, okay? Come on. Um, but yeah, my favorite is when niggas be like, "I would never mess with an Instagram model." I'm like, nigga, an Instagram model would never mess with you. What are you talking about? Right. That is not how that works. Mm-mm. These women have the pick of the fucking litter. Like, is she gonna be? Oh, I can either go to Drake's luxurious mansion, or I can hang out with john in his one bedroom apartment mm, i don't know i was close one like i'm pretty sure we're not on the menu okay you know you are not we're not on the menu because the shit they eat isn't on our menus okay we don't have the, you you got a car that can be pronounced like a toyota you ain't right. got them cars that got letters and symbols and shit and don't nobody know what it is i wear a fitbit not a melee so it's just whatever it is dog uh we got some emails so let's get to these you can uh, thank you for the call thank you can you. email us the black guy who tips at gmail.com is the email address um and uh you know we try to try to get to the ones uh that we that we can uh wait what time are we at One forty-six. okay we got time all right um so leonardo writes in hey 
uh you guys have been on a roll lately i love the COVID update says i don't listen to the news my wife is a nurse and our world worlds have changed on account of this virus but your episodes have been one of the stable things i listen to i get my updates from you all and her she has been working with the covid uh patients and in these times we think that is the safest route because you don't know what is going on in other parts of the hospitals our daughter has been on quarantine before the national one and surprisingly has adjusted to a new norm surprisingly we have made it this far and not gotten sick but we stay away from people because we don't know if we are carrying thank you so much for the updates no problem man Mm -hmm. no problem baby the black capitalism stuff is so funny working up for a big bank i find it hilarious one of the first times you did it i was working on my roof and almost lost my life messing around with y'all whoa sorry i mean glad you enjoyed yourself but i mean i don't want nobody to die Mm -mm. not not over these jokes Mm -mm. Um, no one's gonna come in there and have us talking in the background laughing yeah man that black capitalism shit is so funny man because it's just so i don't know it's so performative and short-sighted come on like we gotta stop hating on black people for fucking surviving the same fucking system we're in (laughs) come on the same system we have got to stop you know like that's that's why i I try to be so ridiculous with it that one about the nurse this week was hard because i had to keep i had to come up with a way she did all the things right and then at the end they 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 monetized that hospital i was like got her um also have you watched the new season of black lightning and good looks for sharing random acts of flyness on hbo you to our national treasure love yeah Mm -hmm. uh we love black lightning we do like not even on some like for a cw show Mm -hmm. shit i just fucking Mm -hmm. love that show yeah and i'm so glad the stunt people from the era went to black lightning because this season has been lit with the action i can't believe that people don't um i can't believe people don't really like fuck with black lightning like that like especially other black people i I mean i know we're not a monolith you don't have to like everything but maybe they just don't like those kind of shows anyway some of them don't but i guess for me since i'm already watching fucking all them other w shows that's like my favorite one uh especially after arrow was over Mm -hmm. like they they be doing the blackest shit they just be like black for no reason in yeah, all the be- best ways corny and campy but shit all them cw shows is corny and fucking campy and then this season when they got the fucking like stunt and choreography for fights and together you can tell and it like this and wayne brady was on there oh wayne brady oh, he made this season so good i hope the nigga come back i don't know man i hey whatever man um someone oh see the, here we go uh someone sent basically an obituary uh someone that died from the coronavirus i'm not gonna read it but yeah i see these i saw i saw her story it's it's sad man uh sean says possible good news ride karen if you're uh not sure if you covered this went premium and now three episodes behind the regular feed but there appears to be good news about covid19 a vaccine for sars cov2 is in human trial yeah we covered that yeah mm-hmm. uh let's see what else still looking for more information but it appears the vaccine may be ready as early as july uh although they are projecting september as a likely conclusion they also appear to be producing it before trials have been completed this means if the trials are successful millions of people could get the vaccine this year that and a number of treatment options in the works that could help decrease the need for ventilators by the end of may or june could help a lot 
this is also very good news for the next november when hospitals will be hit by the trifecta and COVID resurgence flu season and rona babies i've been looking at june 2020 for treatments to june 2021 for a vaccine and 2025 ish for economic slash ptsd related endpoints to this crisis it looks like those numbers may be may 2020 uh september 2020 and 2024 ish for economic ptsd related endpoints to the crisis just thought i would share some positive news dr gay thanks dr gay and yeah we did cover the trials and stuff on the first one we'll see how everything plays out but you know i personally feel optimistic about it man i'm not like i I, i'm really fighting hard to not be some naysaying ass doom scrolling everything is worth the worst type of person about this shit because i i don't think people appreciate that you know while i'm realistic and i'm you know i'm never gonna try to lie to people i i just don't think i think people don't understand that we're in a bubble that we're so anti-trump we're so anti-republican that it's almost like people want shit to keep being bad to like to to i don't know to solidify that we don't fuck with trump or something or solidify the bad president dog the damage is done he a bad president and people keep being like well if if you know if only uh two hundred thousand people die he gonna be like well at least what two million two hundred thousand people still a lot of people and we and it's not like it's not like the people who were gonna vote for him will go be like well two million i changed my mind and it's not like the people that weren't gonna vote for him were gonna be like two hundred thousand i changed my mind like nothing changed from this you know still fuck that nigga um (laughs) lastly uh miss stacy says i did it dear rod and karen thank you for offering the coronavirus quarantine special i took advantage of it and have finally gone premium i have been an avid listener for a few years you all have entertained me through the unemployment the aftermath the hurricanes irma and maria and now the coronavirus quarantine i guess i'm essential because i work for the local utility company so i'm blessed not to have missed a paycheck but you all have really helped me during this downtime because i'm usually always on the go from morning till night i'm looking forward to reviewing the premium content peace be unto you both uh of you stay safe kind regards miss J. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the club. Like I said, that's Karen's idea, man. She she's like, and it was a popular idea. A lot of people premium. I'm glad. A lot of people that were maybe paying yearly or monthly mm-hmm. switched over to to it. Right. Um. So you know, it was a great idea. It's you know, sales over. It ended last night at midnight. Mm-hmm. I, it went to you know. I, i didn't feel like waking up at midnight to fix it so it you know yeah some of y'all got lucky and got over the deadline but um yeah man thank thank you guys for signing up for it. y'all the ones that make it uh so dope mm-hmm. you know so um and uh thank y'all for listening man we'll be back like i said i'm gonna try to take a couple more breaks uh coming up in the future here so there may be a day or so or there's not a show or whatever um you know and and but we still plan on doing shows this week mm-hmm. and there also may just be five shows i mean that we might do all the shows it just really depends i'm just allowing myself to room in my brain to be like no nah, i didn't feel like it today you know um so thank you guys for um for listening yep. um uh, hope and, and then also like with that sale it made me feel like well look if motherfuckers went premium they never gonna catch up anyway because it's a few thousand <laughs> shows behind that paywall i know some of y'all went premium was like well god damn, i knew they was working but i didn't know these niggas was working like this right so yeah um anyway man i hope you guys have a good uh rest of the day and um 
yeah we appreciate y'all and we do. look out for our guest spots i know i was on chris lambert's podcast the mundane festival a few weeks back um i'm gonna be on an upcoming episode of the woke files which is on three guys on premium mm-hmm. we're gonna be on playable characters podcast coming up soon yeah so be on the lookout for ryan karen all over the place mm-hmm. we're always working guys yes we are all right y'all until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.